Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Recruiter with Blake and Declan. We are on a global mission to build the world's largest community of recruiters so we can all connect and succeed together. That's right. If you want to check out more of Confessions of a Recruiter, jump on to confessions.tv, subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter, access merch, and if you want to chat to us directly, join our Discord at XR House with the links below. Now, we hope you enjoy this episode. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. You're back on Christmas Day with the boys at Confessions of a Recruiter. Thanks for tuning in. If you are tuning in on Christmas Day, you probably need to get some more friends. But if you are tuning in, we've got some goodies for you. Um, we thought it'd be a nice... Uh, episode to reflect on what we've learned for the year, some key takeaways. We've spoken to a lot of guests this year, done 46 episodes. So if you've listened to the 46, you'll probably know where we're coming from. But if you haven't, this episode is a good reflection on some of the really interesting and powerful takeaways that we've learned from a lot of recruiters that have come on and shared the way that they do BD, the way that their mindset works, how they prioritize and organize their day. And this is really just a recap on that. So I'm going to kick things off, Declan, and then you're going to uh, share with me what your biggest key takeaways are. But um, I guess the first thing that I learned uh, quite a lot this year was around peeling back the onion and going deeper into your craft, I guess you could call it. Uh, I, I sense that there's a lot of uh, potentially transactional or surface level recruiters out there that are doing the job for the sake of the activity, calls, meetings, appointments, whatever it might be. But it's not until you start peeling back the, the layers and start starting to dig deeper into your market, into why people are doing what they're doing. Um, for example, Inika that came on, uh, her whole mindset um, around every single time I speak to a candidate, I want to find out their salary expectations, who their best colleagues were, who they didn't like, what their best job was, what their best, who their best boss was. I want to get referrals. I want to build a dynamic list of other professionals to reach out to into my target niche. And her whole mindset around building and constantly growing a dynamic list of clients and candidates to constantly reach out to, to constantly build a relationship with, whether she has a role for them, whether she has a candidate for them is irrelevant. Um, she will constantly build this list on the go every single day, hour by hour when she talks to people. And then she jumps into the list every Tuesday and calls everyone that she's ever been referred to or someone's spoken about. And and that kind of level of detail and depth into wanting to do a really good job in recruitment, I think is is a really interesting and powerful way to be a better recruiter, to be more entrenched and think more actively about the job that you're doing. Um, I think that was a, a really big key takeaway for me. Yeah, and I think that's a common thing. Like if we're looking at some of the best recruiters that we've we've had on the podcast, like Joel Martin said a similar thing. Cass from Lime said a similar thing. Adrian's that's how he works as well. So it's a definitely a common theme to be fully entrenched in your industry, know everything about it, know everyone, and not just be a transactional recruiter. And I think that's going to be a huge leg up that if you do take that approach in your career and actually realise the importance that a you play as a recruiter, then it's going to be a way different to just organizing interviews and trying to get 20K fees um, for a two or three year period of your life. Yep, 100%. I think that's a, a really big key takeaway that I got this year. 
Okay, so if there are any recruiters out there that are interested to find out what it's like to have a VA support them in their role, whether that be to bill more, uh, reduce tasks that they don't enjoy doing, or be a more effective recruiter in their niche, then we definitely recommend reaching out to the outsource people or top. Reach out to them, inquire on how they can implement a VA in your agency and to support you. And if you mention ex-recruiter or confessions of a recruiter, they will give you a 13% discount off your bill per month on this VA that will allow you to scale your business, scale your desk, and to bill more and make more money. So go reach out to the outsource people, say Confession sent you, get your discount and see what is possible. Um, Another second really big key takeaway that I got this year was from Simon, who recently came on the podcast around how to market yourself to your target market and to the decision makers. And, you know, I'm not sure how many recruiters will have budget for this or can think outside the box on how to make a wow moment or how to make impact and get in front of your target market. But doing something simple like sending a 30 or 40 or $50 gift to the office of your target market and then giving them a call and going, oh, hey, did you receive that basketball? Or hey, did you receive this? And if you think about it, would you spend $50 to potentially get a client meeting? Yes. All day, every day. Um, If you spent $50 10 times and got 10 client meetings and just one of them turned into a really good client, which is a pretty high probability if you're meeting 10 clients, um, and the the value of that client will far surpass – you know, spending $500 on gifts to be strategic and get in front of your clients. So I think um, I think being more deliberate and focused on how you get in front of your clients and really cherishing, you know, 10 or 15 clients and, get, and squeezing every bit of value out of them is far more effective than constantly having to do a new hit list and new BD list, chasing new business 24-7, and never giving yourself the opportunity to really build strong relationships with your existing clients. I'm only speaking probably from bias because that's maybe what I used to do in the past is I used to constantly be a BD machine and constantly go get new business. But when you start thinking about how can you build more value out of existing relationships that you've done deals with in the past, you can actually amplify your billings and be much more successful without the heartache of the peaks and troughs of perm recruitment um, by just really tapping into that existing network. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, because you know, recruitment is can be a little bit of a stale industry as well. So I think there's a big opportunity for the, you know, look outside other industries. Stop focusing on what other recruiters are doing. Focus on other industries and what they're doing for client attraction, what they're doing for onboarding, what they're doing for sales and lead generation. Because that's where the secrets are. Because um, recruitment's very much you know month to month, quarter to quarter. Year to year, not much changes. You know, the commission structures are still the same that, you know, we spoke about what Andrew Banks created back in the 80s and 90s. So I think there's a huge market there. Obviously, you know, since us kicking off confessions and doing, you know, this whole process over the last 12 to 18 months, it's, you know, a lot of new podcasts, recruitment podcasts, education pieces are are popping up, which is awesome. Um, But I think, yeah, if you're going to market yourself and be different, don't look at what other recruiters are doing. Definitely be looking at other industries and what they're doing well. And then bring it into recruitment, and then it's um, it'll give you a huge leg up. Yeah, I think I, I can't hammer home that point enough as well. Um, it's about taking the best of 
every other industry and what they do well and bringing it into your own process uh, rather than focusing on, oh, this, this guy does BD or his, his cold call pitch is really good. Like how, how can you think outside the box and find other, uh, other avenues to add value for sure? What yeah. else? VAs I think are going to be a huge, huge leg up. The right VAs um, is, the, is a big leg up. Like I've had um, two, I think, before working with Top and it's just worlds apart. Like I've I've got my VA. He's already booked two appointments in his first two weeks, which is which is awesome. Off awesome. a cold BD list, um, so you know he's working with us at X Recruiter. So Ryan's doing a fantastic job, and you know getting the right framework and structure, and realizing that they are a part of the team. It's not a, like an, an oh shit moment. Like oh, I forgot, you know Jenny's there. I better jump on have a random call with her. Like they're also human. They're also trying to run their day as best they can. It's just Provide for their family, families, do everything yeah. we're all trying to do as well. So if you disregard them and, and just think you can drop, jump on willy-nilly and, yeah, mate, find me some candidates, then they're going to fail like as if you did the same thing. Imagine you just randomly pop in the office when you got a new candidate manager and they're like, oh, hey, Tim, all right, I'll see you later. Well, where are you going? Um, just get on with your day. So that's probably having that core structure to make sure they're successful and that's probably the gateway to get you from, you know, a comfortable 600K to, you know, a million-dollar biller without having to punch out those 60, 80-hour weeks. So, you know, if, if you do want the best, like Adrian said, he's blown away with the feedback from recruiters wanting to work for him and, and leads coming in for top. But honestly, um, top or not, make sure you've got good processes, you're clear, and you're using VAs effectively like Sam and Jory do it seamlessly. Yeah, I, I think um, just on the, the note of VAs uh, and thinking about how you can leverage your time basically, uh, I think you'd want to take advantage over this Christmas break to sit back if you're a small business owner or you're a senior recruiter wanting to level up next year or um, if you're just someone who wants to do better and be your better self next year, um, maybe spend the next couple of weeks over this Christmas break figuring out where you can leverage your time and how you can outsource the tasks that you either don't enjoy or that you're not good at to be able to then focus on the things that you are good at and and achieve more success. So don't just kind of sit around drinking Forex tinnies thinking, yeah, beauty, this is you know a bit of time off. This is the perfect opportunity where you'll have a clear mind You'll be the best version of yourself because you won't be stressed with all the chaos of work and you can actually start to be strategic and plan out what does my next year look like? How am I going to achieve my goals? How do I work backwards? Whether it be activity, whether it be a a VA, whether it be implementing a new process, whether it be um, creating a content calendar that you can really start to focus on advertising yourself to your target market on LinkedIn Whatever it might be, use the next couple of weeks to really supercharge and set yourself up for found for a foundation of success for 2024. But also have some time off, have a chill, and um, enjoy that week because everything's back from Jan two. Jan two? Are you back Jan two? No, but I reckon some recruiters would be. Jeez, <laughs> I'm back Jan eight, and I still think that might be a little early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have some time for yourself. Enjoy those prawns and merry merry Christmas. <laughs> merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in to another Confessions of a Recruiter podcast with Blake and Declan. We hope you enjoyed and got a lot of value and insights out of this episode. If you do have any questions or you would like to recommend someone to come on the Confessions podcast, we would love any introductions. And remember the rule of the podcast, like, share, and recommend it to a friend. Until next time.